Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And we are... Yeah. In your face, like sidewalk. Punch Taste the punch. sidewalk. Punch kick. That's what we do. That's right. Oh, oh. straight three ears into your brain. Drop kicking it. Stop listening to this podcast immediately. I've got missions for you. What? <laughs> All right. What? All right. At least for two people, two listeners, one person... Go see Mission Impossible 4 so they can watch the beginning because Batman is going to be on in the previews. Oh, shit. That's the only reason I would ever watch that movie. Exactly. But I don't want to actually <laughs> have to go, so I want someone else to go for me. Wow. And you know, they, they should retitle Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol. They should re, they should re-subtitle it Mission Impossible 4 Batman trailer. Exactly. So Batman's going to be on there maybe even like the first six minutes of the movie or something. So mm-hmm. someone go there so I don't have to. It's kind of like... Um, Oh, geez, back in 99, Bruce Willis had this dumb movie where he's, like, a military commander and, like, New York City declares martial Dude, law. the Siege. The Siege, a.k.a. It was, like, it was, like, an oracle foretelling us of what was going to happen. Right, but all that movie really was was the Star Wars prequel for Phantom Menace. It was the first look at Star <laughs> Wars, so everyone walked in, saw it, and walked back out. Wow. So- Actually, I really I really like the Siege, and, you know, being being a New Yorker now, I feel like... Oh my god, dude, did we not pay attention to the lessons we all learned watching The Siege? No, because no one fucking watched The Siege. They just saw the Star Wars preview and then they walked out. Oh my god, The Siege was uh, all about like, The Siege was all about like, uh, alright, there were terrorists in New York City and they were care. like setting off bombs. Don't but care. the whole thing was Bruce Willis, the military, takes over and starts torturing people. And this was back in like 1999. Starts torturing people for information and, and kills a Muslim American who they believe is a terrorist to get information and denzel fucking washington says you cannot kill you cannot torture american citizens and they put bruce willis the military guy in cuffs and cart him away and everybody's like yeah america fuck yeah and then fast forward two years later to the the you know the the trade towers going down and abu Ghraib, and we're fucking torturing and killing people and holy shit it's like nobody watched the siege are you done yet this yes. ter- it was a fucking terrible movie i don't care how much it closely resembles real life it was terrible guess what real life is terrible too but i don't want to watch a fucking movie about it i want to watch a movie about batman okay i don't want to watch real life shit real life shit sucks okay i deal with real life shit every day Come on, I th- I felt like it was an episode of like Mr. Rogers that we all should watch, oh my you know, God. and like and Denzel Washington was like uh, the the tiger puppet, and we we're all learning something together. No, this is stupid. All right, all right, get on with your missions. Jeez, second mission. If anyone's still listening after the terrible review of that Shut terrible up. movie, Sage. Shut up. All right, someone else go see the movie Tintin because they're gonna preview the <laughs> Hobbit. Oh shit! Oh, what is what is with this? <laughs> Go see Tintin. Uh, yes, Steven Spielberg stamped it like he stamps everything these days. But it's one of those motion capture movies. I hate motion capture mm-hmm. cartoon. So someone go see Tintin and see the Hobbit tease and tell me about the Hobbit, please. Do, do wait, hey, hey do, I wonder if, it, if there's anybody out there who saw the the trailers or the poster for Tintin and thought, oh my god, it's Doogie Howser as Tintin. Nope. Nobody? No. Nope. Anybody? That's nope. No. You're, 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 you're not allowed to talk now. Shut <laughs> up. What? It, look, Neil, it looks like Neil Patrick Harris. Tintin looks like Neil Patrick Harris. Whatever. You're going to go see Tintin because it might have something to do with New York City and Occupy Wall Street. Shut up. It's just, Tintin predicted it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So those are your missions. Someone please go see Tintin and someone go see Some, MI4. So, somebody tell my brother he's a douche. Please. Oh, wait. I just did. Douche. <laughs> All right, well, we can talk about boring stuff that you want to talk about later, but first, we got to jump in with straight movie hardcore news. <laughs> I'm sorry, straight, hardcore, and news together? That's right. All everyone's, right, let's have it. Everyone's ears are perking up. <laughs> well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Not because of Christmas, although Christmas is pretty cool, uh, if that's your kind of thing. Sorry, Krampus. But, um... <laughs> You know, if you're into that, I don't yeah. know. If you like giving. getting gifts, jeez, I mean, you know, if you're normal and like getting gifts from people, um, that's cool. But this is also one of the most wonderful times of the year because this is when movie studios start rolling out their trailers for next summer. Oh, that's or right. Even you're getting excited. Next spring. Now, of course, 
this sometimes is more exciting than the actual watching of said movies during the summertime because they disappoint mm-hmm. you. But usually the trailers can't disappoint because they're only a minute to two minutes long and they only have the good shit. So you're like, oh, yeah, I've got to totally see that. So in like the last week and a half, uh, they've just rolled out trailers. And I have for you, I'm going to bless you, my children. <laughs> With Eric's <laughs> quick review of the of the twelve trailers he saw in the last week and a half. Oh my god, twelve! Holy yes. crap! Unfortunately, neither of them was the Hobbit or Batman. So, yeah. but all right, here's the twelve. Starting out with shittiest and going all the way down to the best on the trailers that it made me the most. How excited the trailers made for me to go see the movie. So, so, so this this you could subtitle as. The 12 Trailers of Christmas. Yes, the 12 Trailers of Christmas. And, of course, some of these movies I'm going to see regardless, but I'm, I'm listing them in order of how excited they made me after watching the trailer. Yeah, I hope number five is big so you can be like, Five G.I. Joes! Ha 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 ha. Whatever. Here we go. Number, <laughs> number 12, a.k.a. the shittiest movie that I will never see, Rock of Ages. What? Now, Rock of... What? Rock, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages based on the uh, hit musical in your city. Oh, oh fuck that. Oh, well, aren't you going to see it, Chad? It's about a movie that takes place in your city that's no way, real dude. life. Rock, Rock of Ages <laughs> is for people who liked who who liked rock and roll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's there's a real Rock of Ages, and it's called Brutal Legend, okay? Yeah. And that, that pays tribute to, like, everything that's fucking metal, and Rock of Ages blows. They have oh. fucking Ario Speedwagon as one of the bands that they cover. Here's how much this movie's going to suck. Now, I haven't seen the musical. It may be good. I doubt it, but whatever. Rock of Ages. We'll just skip out all the... I mean... Obviously, it's supposed to be funny because in the preview, Adam uh, Alec Baldwin is wearing like long hair wigs, and uh-huh. they keep going back to him over and over again, making stupid jokes. So whatever. But the number one rock god, the guy they keep cutting to on stage without his shirt on, with leather pants, you know, with the long hair, like uh-huh. ah, you know, the rock god that everyone's screaming about, the guy that has demon wings tattooed on his back is Tom Cruise. What? <laughs> no. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise? Who's he playing in the movie? He's playing, like, that guy. He's playing the rock god. The lead singer that all the girls melt over. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Dude, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. They kept showing him from behind. He doesn't say anything in the trailer. And then finally at the end, they show it's Tom Cruise. Come on, dude. Tom Cruise? You can't have You can't expect me to believe that Tom Cruise is a rock god. You can't. That's just weird. You just can't do it. I'm sorry. And, and you know what? You know what? I feel like that's that like rolls perfectly in sync with the shittiness that is that musical. Every time, every time I had to walk past the theater and I hear the music and I hear them covering like Kiss songs, I'm like, oh god, this this musical is for people 50 years and older who want to like be like, yeah, one more time, let's hear some covers, woo. Yeah, Ugh, it's fuck it. So Tom Cruise, yeah. So I mean, uh, Tom Cruise can't convince me he's anything. The only thing Tom Cruise is believable in is the Mission Impossible movie. So good for you, dude. Keep making those, whatever. That's right. Keep but, pooping them out. Yeah, I can't believe you in anything else. Uh, so <laughs> obviously, I'm not excited for that. Number eleven, Madagascar three. But you didn't uh, know. But you didn't know that there was a, there was a third one coming. I'm, out. I'm sorry. You watched the trailer to Madagascar three. I, I feel like, I feel like in a, in a way, you've already lost the game. You yeah. you watched the trailer. Now, um, I watched the trailer just because one of my prior jobs used to be uh, working with kids at a rec center. Mm-hmm. So I have seen the first two Madagascars. They're, they're like, there's a couple jokes in each one that actually will make you laugh, but the rest of the movie, whatever. But seeing this third one, I saw the jokes already in the preview. You know, the penguins are kind of funny. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. there was The trailer wasn't too bad, but I will obviously not be seeing this. So it did not make me excited whatsoever. <laughs> right. I mean, th- there was that short that just started the penguins that I saw before, like, a Toy Story movie, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty funny, but uh, and then I was like, wow, these penguins are better than anything else that the, the other movies had to throw at you. Yeah, the only only good thing in Madagascar 2 was the lion, voiced by Ben Stiller, actually started going shot for shot, punching an old lady in the face. <laughs> wow. She punched him in the face, and she he punched her in the face, like five or six times back and forth, and that made me lose my shit for a second. That was pretty funny. Huh. The rest of it sucked. Yep. So, moving on to number 10, the Dictator. Oh, that's right, with Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. A.K.A. Borat. Yes, although 
It's just not good. I'm sorry. I love Borat. Borat is hilarious. This guy, he plays a dictator of like a Middle Eastern country where, you know, he like lives in the lap of luxury and treats his uh, rest of his country like crap. And, and this movie goes over to New York City and, you know, he's, you know, it's like a coming to America kind of story. But Right, but but it's not but it's not shot like fake documentary style no. like Borat and Right. Uh, it's shot like just a regular movie. Yeah. Right. And it's just I mean, I guess the highlight of the thing was he was banging Megan Fox and then he was like, Oh, thanks, Megan, that was great. Your agent agreed on what was this? And he, he just like shows uh, like a bunch of like jewels and watches, like he basically paid her for sex. Yes. And the whole joke is Megan Fox is like, What is this, a Ruby? What do you think I am? A Kardashian? Ha ha! And he's and he goes, no, you're way less hairy. Ha ha! So, which I, I hate the Kardashians. So you thought I would have liked that joke, but I mean, eh, I mean, it's, it's not as, it's not as funny as Mo punching uh, Snooky in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, Megan Fox, in even that ten seconds, still couldn't act her way out of a paper bag. Nope, sorry. It's so bad. It she's in, she, she's in hot chick denial. She's just like, I am not just a hot chick who can't act. No, I mean, wait, wait, yes, you are. Pretty soon, that scene that I saw her in the trailer, it's going to be happening in real life. Oh, <laughs> So, and enjoy yourself, Megan Fox. Horror. All right. Num- number nine. This actually looks really good. I just really won't be seeing it. It's the Lorax. Yeah, I'm not going to go anywhere near that, man. It's like, why? Another case of why remake something that was actually good. Something that we all remembered and loved. Why the fuck you remake it? Just put on the VHS tape and play it. The Dr. Seuss, the Lorax. And yeah. I got I to gotta tell you, dude, no, the movie looks really good. It really, really does. It looks really good. And watching the trailer, I was like, wow, I think that they really captured the spirit of this. I think this is going to be really good. But it's only number nine because it didn't really make me excited to see it. I was just, I felt like I just kind of watched like a two-minute short of it. I was like, oh, okay, okay you know, that, that looks really nice, you know. All when right. it comes out for free on HBO, I'll watch it, but it ain't making me go. <laughs> I mean, there's too many movies with explosions in it to, in the summer to make me go see the Lorax. I'm That's sorry. true. Well, you know, wait, wait a couple years to where you have to go to a Christmas movie uh, with your kid. Yeah. And you're going to be like, all right, Lorax time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number eight, and this is the second trailer I've seen for this one, Battleship. <laughs> God. Battleship. How could Battleship be above the Lorax? Battleship is like a joke. No, no, no. An elaborate joke. I finally understood it. They should have just said this in the trailer, but I now understand it. So when you watch the trailer, just think Independence Day. Uh huh. Independence Day. That's what Battleship is. There's aliens, there's military going against the aliens, but you mm-hmm. can't take it seriously because some of the lines in the movie and because of some of the actors in the movie, like Rihanna. Is in the trailer as oh like a na- as like a navy person, <laughs> Rihanna. Eric, Eric, this this is how much I don't give a shit about Battleship. My my lovely wife has just uh, come over with pancakes. I'm going to eat them while you describe the rest of Battleship, which I oh. do, do not give a crap about. If only she had given you those pancakes when you want to talk about the siege. <laughs> where where was your wife with pancakes? Tell her she sucks <laughs> for being late. Next time, stuff Chad's face during when he talks about the siege and how awesome it was. I would, oh. I would, I would rewatch the siege, but it would break my little heart to be like, dude, what the hell? Where's everyone should watch the siege, and then we wouldn't have had that debacle in 2003. Pancakes, pancakes, pancakes. Oh my pancakes. god, just keep eating pancakes. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Battleship. I'm not really that excited to see it, but it just really strikes me as Independence Day. There's explosions, there's aliens, there's second-rate actors, there's sure. second-rate jokes, and I, <laughs> and I liked Independence Day. So maybe instead of Will Smith, who at that point was really just a rapper, you have Rihanna. It's almost the same thing. So, maybe. Yeah, but you know what? 13 Ghosts had raw diggers, and that certainly didn't help it anyway. Well, 13 Ghosts just sucked. Anyways, and it didn't have aliens and all this other stuff. I mean, there's a lot of production in this. There's a lot of explosions. So, anyways, Battleship, a.k.a. Independence Day on the water. Uh, hey, wait, no, before, before you get into the next one, I yeah. heard that Independence Day 2 is going gonna, is gonna to happen. Yeah, you heard it from me two yeah. episodes ago on this this I'm, I'm just, I just want to bring that back up. I'm like, well, do we even need Independence Day two if we already have, you know? Well, and remember that they're, they're they're trying to shoot two and three together. <laughs> so, yeah, they might not. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, uh, and this is a little bit lower than you probably would have thought. Three Stooges. You know what? That's okay. <laughs> I have no desire to see Three Stooges. I, you know, it's like, who thought that was a good idea? You have this classic vaudeville kick-ass 
you know, shows and movies that will never get old. Three Stooges is fucking classic, and they'll be watching it, you know, till the year 3000. Why remake it into a movie now? Well, I love the Three Stooges. I mean, I still still watch the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, on the TV station, I program Three Stooges to run late at night on our TV station. Awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I was excited for a new Three Stooges to come out because I was like, dude, it's like, it's been, you know, 50 years. Why can't they come out with more? You know, because I love it. You know, it's, a, it's a simple <laughs> pattern. Come out with it. And uh, the trailer, although the actors look very accurate, mm-hmm. they look very much like the Stooges, there wasn't really much to make me laugh in it. Um, you know, I felt I felt like um, I, f- I felt like like one one of the Stooges was awesome. It was, uh, Curly, I think he was uh-huh. like he was it. I was like, wow, it's like they reincarnated the guy. He's yeah. back and he's hilarious. The other two guys was like, well, you know, I don't know. I thought Mo seemed pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. And Larry, he gets to punch Snooky in the face. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But at the same time, yeah, punching Snooky. Although it was funny, I was like, oh, that's that kind of movie. I don't know. Well, it's kind of like. And where are they gonna go with that? I think they get on a reality show or something. And and why? It's like why why update something like that? I mean, like for for me, part of the part of the awesomeness of watching like Three Stooges or even even something like I Love Lucy or like classic television, classic movies, uh-huh. is kind of like seeing like like what what was this culture like? Our American culture way back then, and how what do they find funny? And all the things that they're kind of like making fun of are, are just so different. It might have been funny if they made the Three Stooges movie, but set it back in the 40s. Yeah. And just, you know, black and white and old school, and maybe even have them fight Nazis or something. I don't know. But, yeah, <laughs> I, bringing them in, bring him into Snooky culture. Like, when he punched mm-hmm. Snooky, I, I didn't like it. I li- And I would love to punch Snooky. But seeing Mo punch Snooky, I was kind of like, eh, it's kind of like a cheap, eh, man. It's like fan I, fiction. It's like, I don't know that I want the Stooges in our modern day time. I want them back in the 40s. That's where mm-hmm. they're funny. You know that and I feel like the modern day stooges are really just, you know, jackass the movie 1, 2 and 3. Exactly. And the, you know, you already have like like the the stooges aren't going to put on like a, a cock rocket and fire it off into the night. Yeah. It's like you know? the, it, it's funny watching the stooges get hurt and hurt themselves, but I mean, jackass already fills that niche and it does it perfectly. So, not really that excited to see stooges, but nah. I don't know. I'm, I might change my mind. All right. Well, you know, I know at least one person who might. Actually, I don't know. Would, would our dad, who loves the Three Stooges, would he go see it in this movie? Yeah, he might go see it with us. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think um, in between pancakes, uh, I think he might be. Uh, I think he might find it as sacrilegious as uh, as I find it. I don't know. All right, number six. Mm-hmm. Here comes the Men in Black. I saw the Men in Black tree, uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Defenders. Duh, duh. Yo, I'm Will Smith. I do funny kind of sass stuff that white people can laugh at. <laughs> I mean, Men in Black 3, they go back in time. And Josh Brolin is playing Agent K, Tommy Lee Jones. That right. was kind of That's kind of interesting. Right. So, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they go. They go back in time. They, they probably should have gone back in time to like 1999 when Men in Black were really funny. But uh, I mean, like you know what you're gonna get with this movie. I think it'll be funny. They had a lot of trouble shoot. They had to sh- uh, shut down production halfway through and re- and write the second half of the script. Oh really? So oh, I mean, that doesn't that's, sound good. <laughs> that's a warning flag. That sucks. You know. You know was <clears throat> was crazy is they shot it a call from the story like right in my town. So yeah. I got to pass by, you know, like the studio and where they're shooting on the street every day. So it's kind of exciting. I was like, wow, you know, a picture set in New York City that they don't like shoot in L.A. Cool. Yeah. Well, they also shot the Smurfs <laughs> down the street from you, too. So yeah, what does that say? I, well, it's not like I was going to go watch the Smurfs, but yeah, well, for, for, for a second, I had a glimmer of hope for MI3 until I saw the trailer. What the fuck? Oh no, 10 years from now, you're going to be like, oh, Men in Black 3 told us about the future and what was going to happen in New York. If only we'd listened. <laughs> if you can laugh at that, then you should laugh at The Siege, because the fact that you thought a fucking Bruce Willis movie was going to predict the future, I mean, come on, no one could have. But it did predict the future, except Whatever. that we didn't jail Except that we didn't jail our military commanders. I guess a few of them resigned. Dude, I have to get into politics, but... You're the only person that's ever seen the whole movie The Siege. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Bruce Willis hasn't even watched it. He's like, I'm done acting in it, so what's the point? I mean, come on. All right, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I watched the trailer for, for Men in Black 3, and I was like, wow. Any any episode, even the first season of the cartoon for Men in Black, 
blows this out of the fucking water. Seriously, you had to go back in time to find something interesting? To find, like, a plotline that was actually worth doing in a movie? Give me a fucking break. Yeah, number first Men in Black was awesome. Second one was like, eh. Oh, it was guy. horrible. Second one, to just, oh, what a piece of shit, man. It's like, first off, they wrote, they wrote off anything good about the the original you know like they're like oh yeah agent l yeah no no we killed her off sorry i was like oh, oh yeah what i was kind of bummed yeah they made her a human the morgue attendant every everything that was good about the first movie uh they tried to recreate in the second one but it's just super failed and they give wills and it was just weird because they give uh you know uh you know the end of speed where keanu reeves says yeah but i'm taller and pushes dennis hopper's head up in the subway and his head gets taken off by the little yeah. flashing red thing. Beginning cool. of, the beginning of Men in Black 2, Will Smith gets like five to ten of those in the face. And it's just like, ow, ow, that hurts. Ooh, a that's a really times. good point. You're right. That should have decapitated him. Exactly. I was, and I was like, immediately was like, dude, did nobody watch Speed? Dude, this guy has fucking superpowers and he will never die. You're right. That should have just <laughs> should have ended his life terribly. Exactly. And it was like, wow, you know, there's, there's like some cheap boob jokes and some fart jokes and the story doesn't really go anywhere and for some reason they decide to ruin the ending of men in black one by like uh by by saying oh yeah by the way when agent k was returned to his normal life and his wife uh remarried him after he came out of a coma she divorced him so he could be in this movie no that's it was real life so fucking lame i couldn't believe it i can see that point well i'm glad i only ranked it six all uh. right That'll be a movie I get dragged to to go see on a date or something, and I'll take it. I'll a take date, that. A, da- a date with who? Your wife isn't going to want to see Men in Black 3. No, no, no. I will suggest <laughs> Men in Black 3 because she'll want to see some kind of, like, notebook kind of movie, you know, with, like, love in the title. And I'll be like, oh, can't we just see Men in Black 3? Can't we just agree on that? Uh, <laughs> It'll wow. be a compromise movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wow. number five. Now we're getting to the good shit, folks. All right, number five. These these five movies are all going to be movies I'm going to see, so let's just get right down to it. <laughs> number five. Ghost Rider 2, Ghost Ride the Whip. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Nicholas Cage, I can't quit you. That's right. <laughs> With the, fl- the flaming piss and the horrible lines and the face. All right. My, my number one complaint with the original Ghost Rider was not that it was a movie about Ghost Rider with Nicholas Cage. My number one movie or problem with the first Ghost Rider was the Ghost Rider skull. Uh-huh. I said it was white. It was too perfect. It looked like I could have fucking photoshopped it. It's like a sticker you get out of like a 25-cent machine. Oh, like, right. I was so mad that his skull looked like that. It really bothered me. It looked like 90s Photoshop. I was just like, how can I enjoy it when the skull looks so cheesy? Well, they must have heard me. Because Ghost Rider's <laughs> skull in this one is like gray and chipped and cracked and beat up. And it, it looks like 500 times better. Okay. They aged they age the skull. The skull looks badass now. Not some polished white skull. This looks like you know a badass skull. Yeah, <laughs> I watched I watched the trailer and I was and you know the, you know I watched uh, I, I what I loved about the first one was just like how over the top ridiculous it was and there were like a number of like mini boss fights which were actually pretty cool uh, mm-hmm. and then the big final boss was a fucking failure and a half but it feels like they just ran out of money they didn't have money for Blackheart to turn it into anything and be cool so they just killed him. Bam. I so, thought it was funny that Nicholas, Nicholas Cage got, like, totally manorexic in the first movie. Yeah. I was like, wow, Nicholas Cage is like, either that or he just can't afford food anymore. Well, he had to give up his castle, so I think uh, maybe give up <laughs> his white castle with that, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the trailer, yes. Now, if anyone doesn't quite know us, yes, we understand this movie's going to suck ass, okay? All right, we're in on the joke. We know it's garbage, okay? That's right. We know Nicolas Cage is garbage, but he's just so good at being bad. <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, it's one of those things you just got to grab some popcorn and just laugh your way through it. Exactly. And I, I don't know if he's self-aware yet, yet, about, like, that he's, uh, that, that his films are actually horrible. I mean, there was that short that one of the maniacs posted on our page. Or I think it was, great. like, uh, Dorkly or College Humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, how, how Nick Cage... You just can't say no to a bad movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's right. That was pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, Ghost Rider Two, man. It's you know, it's gonna be awesomely bad. It better be. I mean, it's either Nick Cage's movies kind of run the gamut from like awesomely bad or just fucking stupid. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, so, I mean, I'm hoping this is one of his classics that can re-air on TNT or TBS like for the next <laughs> 20 years, like it'll, his 90s movies. Uh, anything, anything made by New Line Cinemas, Turner owns, and mm, that's okay. that's the reason that's the reason he opened that studio, uh, Ted Turner, was so that he could just air those movies forever on his channels without paying any uh, any royalties. Mm, okay, well, I like it. Yeah, well, here, here comes another sequel. Now, coming at number four. Expendables 2. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes! And I would have ranked this higher, except nothing happens in the trailer. Oh. All they do is show the names of the dudes in it and like a quick half second shot of them. Oh, so that's not a that's not a trailer, that's a teaser. No, 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 no. Don't try and educate me here. They already did the teaser. Oh. This is a trailer because there is some action in it. Okay. Like Bruce Willis does talk to uh, Stallone like Bruce Willis is pissed and uh, and everyone does like a little bit of action like Chuck Norris walks angrily towards the camera <laughs> Chuck Norris is in it that's great yes Arnold Schwarzenegger shoots a gun and they're like oh and Jean-Claude Van Damme's in it too yay wow so that's like that's like the the the, the triforta of action yeah. stars wow finally in the same movie they were together it's like they they lost their pride somewhere along the line they were gonna get uh, Steven Seagal but the budget didn't allow for the craft services bill. That's right. <laughs> They're like, he eats enough Chinese food for a whole city. <laughs> we can't afford him during lunch. <laughs> so they didn't call Seagal. But no, just, I mean, like, not much happens in the trailer, which is why it's ranked number four. That's okay. But the next that you, still the, the, like nerd spooge. <laughs> the, the next Expendables can take place at night, and, and then Steven Seagal can be all over it. Yes. Well, okay, and we already discussed he can't be in the daytime anyways because it discusses his, it shows his fat off. That's right, and his so. vampire fat. Although I did see the commercials for the new season of Steven Seagal Lawman yesterday, and I was pretty pumped. So <laughs> you know, I think I think they should make a Blade Four, uh, bring back the character Pearl, the big fat library vampire from the first yeah. one, and just have it starring Steven Seagal as Pearl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Pearl. All right, we're gonna all down to number three, and you're gonna respect this one. Number three, this was a pleasant surprise, because I had not seen really anything for it yet. Jack the Giant Killer. I have not watched that, nor will I. No, dude, mm. I'm telling you. Jack the Giant Killer, a.k.a. Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh-huh. Huh, this looked pretty good. Oh, yeah? I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, you know, the guy gave him the magic beans, but he was just, it was more like he wasn't trying to sell him the magic beans. He was like, protect these. Just... <laughs> Whatever you do, they're like they're like gremlins. He's like, whatever you do, don't get Mogwai wet. He's like, don't get these wet. Wow. And then the the you know his girlfriend gets sucked up in there, and the giant looks kind of cool, and you know, and it, it they kind of have like huge uh, battle scenes and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this looks kind of good. Ah, uh, I don't know. There's this. It, that's just part of the trend in Hollywood to be like, okay, dudes, we need a recognizable name that's not a sequel. Okay, well, let's go back to fairy tales. I'm sure there'll be another Jack and the Beanstalk down the pipes, you know, or what's next. I mean, we did Alice in Wonderland a couple years ago. They're doing the Wizard... Actually, they're doing the Wizard of Oz. A good friend of mine's working on that. Oz the Mm. Great and Powerful coming out sometime a couple years. Mm. Uh, It's just like... I don't know. A a big part of me is just like, seriously, guys, can't, can't you just... Can't we just all just come up with original ideas and not have them go to Sundance? I mean, people are smart enough to make their own decisions about what movies they want to see. I'm that person, and I'm telling everyone, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to want to go see this one. All right, but anyways, if you only have enough money to go to two movies next year, mm-hmm. go see Batman twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you have extra money, you mowed some extra lawns, and you got some money burning in your pocket, got your allowance or whatever, here's mm-hmm. two movies that I'm going to go see. I'll, I'll go see them with you. Come on down to Virginia. I'll go see them with you. Number two. <laughs> This movie started out being called Lockdown. Right. And then they changed it to MS1, Maximum Security. What? But, for our all intents and purposes, the movie is called Space Prison. Yes. yes. <laughs> space Prison. <laughs> it took two of the best movie genres, space movies and prison movies, and mashed them together. Nice. Dude, you got to fucking love this, right? Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me guess. Let me guess. Evil Warden with control issues. No, you're totally wrong. Oh. Let the big man talk here. Okay. <laughs> we got the baddest, baddest prison of all time. We're talking about dudes that would, like, you know, do bad crap to themselves, the moms, the, yeah, the, do- the, the kill- dog the next planet door. Planet killers. Yeah, these guys are bad, okay? So they're kept up in space prison. And, of course, 
Some assholes got to jinx themselves by being like, we've never had an incident on space prison ever. <laughs> never, ever, ever. So there's like a bunch of people touring the space prison, you know, mm-hmm. to see how awesome it is. And one of the people touring the prison just happens to be, you're going to love this, the president's daughter. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes, the president's daughter. And and as we know, in like 80,000 movies and video games, nothing ever bad happens to the president's daughter. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing with your, with your fucking daughter at a prison? Well, she, she's like an executive. She has a job. But anyways, uh, if, if I was like a prison guard on there and I saw the president's daughter enter a prison, I'd be like, fuck, get me out of here. Yeah. Something <laughs> bad is going to happen. The president's daughter is going to be kidnapped. Yeah, dude. Get get your hands on the shotguns now because yes. it's going so, down. So, of course, the prisoners escape and yes. they take over space prison and they're holding <laughs> the president's daughter captive. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Now, now, what you could say is, you know, well, whatever. They're in space. What are they going to do? You know, I, besides, you know kill the couple the few people are there mm-hmm. now you're the the first thing you should probably do if you're the president is you should order a gigantic strike you're gonna say activate every person that's ever been a navy seal in their life and send them up there right like 500 navy seals i want them all up there they're gonna kill these inmates until they're dead and they're gonna save my daughter <laughs> that's what normal people do right but the president picks up the phone and says call guy pierce <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, really? The skinny guy from Memento? Yes, call his ass up and tell him to put on some extra muscle. And he does. Ooh. They call up Guy Pierce. He's looking a little jacked. I'm like, dude, you're the man. And, of course, it's like the classic escape from New York kind of thing where I think they kind of blackmail him. Like, he's got a prison record or something. And they're like, oh, all yeah. will be expunged. Just save my daughter. And he's like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> That's right. They're, t- they're totally not going to stab him in the back. So Guy Pierce, man, goes up to space prison to save the president's <laughs> daughter. This is the greatest movie of all time. I'm just saying right now. Oh, man. Yo, wh- where the fuck is Sam Jackson to be like, no, I'm not releasing this movie until they call it Space Prison. I mean, this is, this is so good. And te- for the record, it's called MS-1 Maximum Security. That's stupid. That, that's just as dumb as snakes on a plane being called Pacific Northwest Flight 381 yeah. or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Just call it Space Prison. But, yeah. I mean, I am jacked to go see this movie. Wow. I just can't. I can't wait. Well, I'll post the trailer on our Facebook page, jumpinpodcast.com. But that brings us to number one. So I will do the song. It was one week before Christmas, and these are the 12 trailers I saw. 12, Rock of Ages sucks a dick. 11, Madagascar's 10 dictators. 9, Lorax's 8 battleships. Boo. 7, Stooges. 6, Men in Black. Five Nicholas Cage Ghost Riders. Woo! Four Expendables. Three Jack the Giant Killers. Two Space Prisons. And number one trailer is GI Joe Two. Yay! Yes! Wow! Yes, GI Joe Two, baby. You know, you know, I, I watched. I've been watching. Uh, what, what, I'm subscribed to The Rock on Facebook, and he's been like dropping little nuggets about this movie. Every uh-huh. once in a while, and saying boots to asses and stuff. I watched yes. the trailer for this movie, and even I got excited about it. Dude, I mean, well, first of all, first of all, sequels usually suck worse than the originals. Yes. Originals that are bad never get sequels. But somehow, this movie's defied all <laughs> logic and had a bad original movie with a sequel that's going to be better than the first one. Well, it, it's not like you have to try very hard to be better than the original G.I. Joe the movie. Even I will admit, I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan, had the action figures, loved the cartoons, still love the cartoons. Cobra Commander is my man. I follow him on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And I was disappointed by G.I. Joe the movie one. But this G.I. Joe 2, holy crap, I feel like someone finally consulted a fan. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you know what? That first movie sucked. Let's actually talk to people that like G.I. Joe. What should we do? You've got, first of all, Zartan, the only thing that came out of the first movie of Zartan is disguise himself as the president. Cool. So in this trailer, Zartan is still the president and no one knows any better. First thing he does, beautiful, orders the G.I. Joe team killed. Sweet. <laughs> so in the beginning of the movie, the whole G.I. Joe team basically is murdered. And the only ones left standing are Roadblock, a.k.a. The Rock, Lady J, a.k.a. some hot chick playing Lady J, <laughs> uh, Snake Eyes, who looks awesome. Right. Wait, wait. Lady J and her stunt double, who is a ninja. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, Duke from the first movie may or may not be killed right off in the beginning. 
Right. Which which should be awesome. And I did go look on the cache and uh cross country is uh gonna be one of the Joes. Okay. I, Weird. I was kinda I always kinda enjoyed cross country. You know. Wait, which one was um, he? Um he was like the hick that that drove the havoc. He had like the southern twang. Oh, I don't remember him. I, remember I, in the movie, it, the BET activated his his havoc. He was stop, mule, stop, stop, and he chased it over the the ridge. And then Cobra came over the ridge after chasing him. Mm, nope. What about the episode into your tent? I will silently creep. You're you're a big you're a bigger fan than I. Sorry. Oh my god. Well, anyways, so almost all of GI Joe is killed. Hopefully, uh, we'll just assume that the 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 Wayans brother was just murdered. In that. That's right. All the accelerator suits got burned too. Yes. Storm Shadow is back from the dead. Because mm-hmm. they realized, well, that was dumb killing him in the first movie. Yep. Storm Shadow's back. Dude, Firefly is back, and it's the guy from the second, the third Punisher movie. Sweet. Ray Stevenson's. Uh, and then the best, and I will post this picture. Cobra Commander is back, but not as some weird doctor. He's actually fucking Cobra Commander. He's got the face shield on. Good. Cobra Commander in with the faceplate. All right, now, a, now, now I want to hear... Oh, who does a good impression? Dr. Smoove, maybe? I want to hear somebody who does the best uh, 80s Cobra Commander impression in the world doing the fucking voice. Uh, that would be great. I mean, and there's a shot of the White House unveiling Cobra banners over the windows of all the of the White House. Hell yeah. That's an amazing shot. you got Firefly in it fighting the rock. You've got actual Cobra Commander. You've got a lot of corny G.I. Joe's dead. I good. mean... Holy crap, dude. This movie looked great. It was like, wow, this looks like a fun, awesome G.I. Joe movie. Yeah, it's and, like and the, trailer, the trailer did not immediately piss off the fan base. Good job, guys. Good job. Oh, it looked really good. So, yeah, boots to asses. Go see The Rock <laughs> in G.I. Joe 2. I'm telling you, man, that's going to be awesome. So I am super pumped for that movie. Yeah, wow. So, all right. So I actually like your top two picks. Those sound like movies worth watching G.I. Joe 2 where they actually get it right and Space Prison (laughs) which just sounds so so bad it has to be good oh yeah wow Space Prison great yeah man so you know and obviously like you know Batman you know Batman's gonna be awesome oh yeah Uh, actually have you uh, I'm I'm actually not gonna watch the trailer man for movies I'm actually pumped about like The Hobbit and yeah. uh, you know Batman, I don't watch the trailers. I'm like, fuck it. You know they already got my money. I don't want any spoilers because I'm I'm the kind of guy where like if I watch a trailer, I know exactly what's gonna happen in the movie and it's spoiled. Mm. Well, I want to see it. So any of our fans, just post on our Facebook page and tell me if it was awesome. Eventually, it, the the link will be online. If you find it, post it. You know, I, I, I need yeah. to watch it. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I feel like this new Batman movie is like the most spoiled movie of all time because people have just been like documenting every single move they make behind the scenes all the location stuff every single day now and i will admit i've tried very hard to avoid watching that stuff because i don't want to see set pictures because it's not going to look good compared to the movie so i have been avoiding all those things right i don't want to see bane fighting batman in pittsburgh with all the production crew in the background yeah oh pittsburgh i thought they were in cleveland they were all over the place okay but well, Pittsburgh was part of it. I, I just have. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see this movie. It's gonna kick ass. Christopher Nolan's awesome. Uh, Christian yeah. Bale's Batman. Maybe they'll. They won't filter his voice so much this time. Yeah. You know. But <laughs> I, my one hope. My one hope for the movie is that uh, they don't get rid of Bane's mask immediately. You know. It'd be like yeah. the one moment where Bane steps on screen. And he's like, and then takes the mask off, and that's the end of the mask. Uh, yeah, I think he keeps it on. I would like to see Batman totally save the day and die at the end. Oh. Now, this movie, Batman, is taking eight years after the Joker movie. Okay, cool. So it's kind of like Shades of Frank Miller. It's an older Batman. And so, like, for eight years now, he's either been hunted or he quit for a while. So uh-huh. it's like, and you got to be wondering, where is your life going to? You know, it's been going for eight years now. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a new spin. I mean, it, there's no way he's the goddamn Batman because Superman is not in the movie. But I still yeah. want to see that movie at some point. Yeah. You know, we both, uh, I sent you, I sent you uh, the Tower of Babel uh, comics. Yeah. Because I was, I was very interested because, you know, the new, new uh, Justice League movie coming out, Tower of Babel. Where uh, where somebody gets a hold of Batman's incriminating files about uh, all the Justice League's uh, uh, secrets and how to take them out. Yeah, how to kill each other. And the cartoon's gonna be called Justice League Doom. It comes out in February. Right. And so I was really interested, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna look up the comic. You know, everybody talks about it, and it's such reverence. You know, yeah. all right, it's time to it's time to go check it out. And um, 
I read it, and, you know, I think it was okay. It wasn't, like, the greatest comic ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was good. I think no one was reading comics back in 2000, so yeah. I think it was definitely the best thing going Yeah, I in think. the year 2000. I mm-hmm. thought the best part was that Batman quit the Justice League without waiting around to know who was going to vote him out and who was going to vote him to stay. That's right. He's that smart. That's right. Spo- spoiler alert. And in the end, after after Batman admits that the plans that were they were killing and assassinating all the Justice League members were his, and uh, yeah. fucking Ra's al Ghul's daughter stole him off him, and they're like, well, yes. who, well, we're going to take a vote. Who wants Batman out of the Justice League and who wants him to stay? And that was pretty cool. And Batman's like, fuck this. Yeah. I think they, 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 make, they make some quip about, like, Batman knows us so well. He probably knows how we're gonna vote, and they go to go talk to Batman. He's already gone. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think it was it was pretty sweet plans. I'm kind of wondering after uh, the Justice League was just picked apart one by one. I mean, like all the plans work. You know, Justice League just gets torn apart. I'm wondering why the fuck every villain ever just didn't imitate that. You know? Well, here's what I want to wonder. They incapacitated each Justice League member. Why didn't they kill them afterwards? Right. Each one, like the Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, they're all rolling on the ground like, uh, I can't even fight. Green Lantern's blind. Each one put two bullets in the head. Boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. Instead, they're like, okay, he's um, incapacitated. Let's go do our crime now. I was like, why don't you just murder them? Right. And actually, so. and part of uh, part of Batman's uh, secret files on Superman, he admits, he's, he's just like, yeah, I know enough about, about, uh, about Kryptonite that I could make an endless supply, but I don't want to kill him. I just want to incapacitate yeah. him. And I'm like, yeah. what? Batman knows how to make fucking kryptonite? Uh, he's the best. Holy shit. He's that means that, means that like, okay, if Batman can figure it out, then like some evil genius could too. Why the fuck isn't there just kryptonite everywhere? And, you know, it was, I think, it opened up a black I hole. Is. I think there is though. I feel like Lex Luthor is always making kryptonite or something. Yeah. So, hey, do we have time for a Thunderdump apology? Let's do it. Let's do it quick because I, somebody put. Po- Sorry. No, go ahead. I have, to, I have to apologize. Go ahead. I don't want to hear ready? this. Oh, okay. okay. You're <laughs> apologizing for the siege because I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> Chad, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm not apologizing to you. <laughs> Please. I would like to apologize to the people that remade the movie Fright Night. Fright Night came out last August. Colin Farrell was the vampire. Anton Yelkin was the main character. Uh-huh. When this movie came out in August, I saw the trailer and I was like, you know what? This movie looks pretty good. You know, it's based on the original 80s movie, Fright Night, which sucked ass, but for some reason teenagers back then liked it. Well, it was it was funny, right? It was like a horror comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, but it really isn't. Oh. It sucks. <laughs> Go back and watch it. It sucks. I won't. But I don't know. It resonated back then. Anyways, I saw this trailer and I was like, you know, this looks good, but I've, I was super... I'd seen like 8,000 superhero movies this summer. I didn't have any money left. It came on the end of August when they usually dump stink bombs in the theater. Right. So even though I thought it was going to be good, I didn't go, and the movie bombed. Yeah. It made like zero million dollars, <laughs> and it bombed. So I just rented it last night for a dollar. It was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. It was funny, and it was scary. Colin Farrell was a badass. Anton Yelkin, his main character, was cool. The guy who plays McLovin in it was the sidekick friend. Hmm. This this movie was great. Cool. Like, wow. I, I really liked it, and I was and I, I I apologize to the makers of Fright Night. I apologize for not going to the movie theater to see your movie. I contributed to the fact that your movie bombed because I didn't go see it and I should have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it sucked. It shouldn't have sucked because it was really good. Wow. Well, you know, it's, it's like it, you, you never know with all these with all these fucking remakes. You know, it's like you think that you know producers don't have an original ideas and in, in their head, but maybe you know somebody could actually make something out of nothing. This remake was so much better than the original, and this got it right. Like in the '80s, you had *Fright Night* one and two, and you had *The Lost Boys*. Uh-huh. And there were both attempts at making vampires cool but scary and just totally get teenagers to go see it. And both the movies, you know, they kind of failed. And this succeeded. You know, Lost Boys is iconic. I'll still watch it. You know, it's it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But this movie is so much better than Lost Boys or the original Fright Night. It's so much better. Wow. I was I was really impressed with this movie. So, because, you know, I bought it for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Fright Night. Colin Farrell, I apologize, guys. Wow, you know, cool. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I, I owe anyone an apology for this. But, dude, did you play the Steven Seagal Super Nintendo game? Oh, I wanted to so bad, but my computer wouldn't support it. Oh no, uh, it let, couldn't support its weight. <laughs> let, let, yeah, let me let me tell you something. Uh, one, one of our one of the maniacs posted 
posted uh, like a uh, posted a link to this game on our Facebook page at jumpmenpodcast.com, and I'm just gonna like I'm gonna look up who it was. Yes, Andrew Corner. Thank you so much for the, posted a link to this prototype game that never was released called Steven Seagal is the final option. Yeah, so like Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, it's like a Super Nintendo emulator with the game preloaded. I think it's like Java or uh, like a Java thing. window. My computer was like, "What the fuck is Java?" and wouldn't play it. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was I, sad. I, I was I was I was using Chrome, and I had to I had to click a couple things to get it to work, but it worked. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, Eric, this is like the perfect Steven Seagal video game because it stars it stars Skinny Seagal, right? Yes. But it kind of predicts the future in that he moves so slowly. It's like future Seagal and that he's fat and he just like has super demon weight and doesn't move quickly at all. It's like uh, it's, it's like Mortal Kombat in a way, like a Mortal Kombat side scroller in that like uh-huh. Steven Seagal like they actually uh, you know like uh, photo captured him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so this is this is Mortal Kombat like Steven Seagal you know rotating between this few frames of animation and he has like a turnaround animation and a couple signature like elbow breaking punches and one kick. And uh, and you're infiltrating this base, and I, I think I believe there's only one level. I didn't get far without coming to a dead end. But you're walking around this base, this underground lair. It looks like it's like the sewer level from Bad Dudes. Yes. And and, and Steven Seagal, and you can, and there are, there are enemies. There are construction workers and dorky looking scientists wandering around at random in this. Murder thing. them. <laughs> It's a, you, you can either go up to them and slowly kick the crap out of them, and it's very easy to take them down, or you could just totally ignore them. So it's it's kind of weird. It's like sort of unintentionally a stealth mission. You can just like walk slowly walk past everyone on your way to be the final option. You know, I hope this game is just like the movie where Steven Seagal can't be hurt. So his health bar never goes down <laughs> because no one is good enough to beat him, and you just kill everyone without even taking damage. It, it's funny. I I did take damage mostly from like environmental stuff, like getting shocked uh, with this electricity over and over again. But you know, not enough to ever lose a life. And the demo, you have nice. like I think you have like nine lives. Yes. Steven Seagal, <laughs> the shaman of the shaman of sexiness and uh, like a cat, except really fat. Dude, you know what this means. We were talking for our next episode when we're home for Christmas that we were going to break video game records. Yes. We were going to own Twin <laughs> Galaxy records that have never been broken. Uh-huh. If this game was never released, that means all we have to do is play it, and we'll be the record holders. <laughs> I don't know if there's a score meter. I mean, maybe we could like submit a tape to us where we like a- yeah. avoid every single enemy or something. Dude, let's, let's, let's beat this game. Let's be the record holders. <laughs> I think there's yes. only one level and it dead ends. I don't care. Bring it. Bring your computer so, right. we can, so we can play this on Christmas. Forget new toys. Forget new games. Let's just play this on Christmas That's and right. break the record and submit it to Twin Galaxies. I wonder if Steam Seagal knows that it's online. Is there a way we could contact him and be like, Mr. Seagal, we're very, very much excited for the release of your new video game, the final option. Now you said there's like he's in it? He's, like, he's in it. It uh, stars, it stars Steven, Steven Seagal. So it's like it's like the original Mortal Kombat with actual people in it. Yeah, it's like it's like if Mortal Kombat was like a side scroller. You kind of like uh-huh. wander around this level, opening doors, trying to get somewhere, and there's tons of you know, tons of construction workers and scientists just kind of like roaming around. Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> and he actually gonna... jumps. Something he will never do now. He actually jumps, but it's mm-hmm. a very awkward kind of like a weird kind of a jump you have to like hold down the button and kind of push in a direction for him to jump you don't you can't just like uh-huh. push a jump button i bet he jumped like an inch off the ground and then they just had to change it That's in post right. to make it look like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a, it's the weirdest jump i think i've ever seen and and you cannot change direction from midair it's just like to hold down the button sort of shuffle to the edge give yourself a lot of room to jump and then zoop, you're on the other side Yes, this is gonna be great. We're gonna hold records in this. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe we can hold a record for longest played, like like longest time spent on this waste of a prototype. I can't wait. All right, so that'll be good. Thank you again, Andrew Corner, for showing yes, us appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thanks, dude. 
You're the best. That's right. So, <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of video games uh, that, like, video game trailers that premiered at the awful, awful, awful video game awards on Spike. Mm-hmm. But, you know, fuck that shit. You know, there were, there were only a couple that were actually really, like, noteworthy, and none of them had gameplay. Zero. Oh, exactly. But the trailer for the new Transformers video game was amazing. Sure. Even though, you're right, there was no gameplay, but that trailer was awesome. And we got that off of Boomstick Reviews, thanks, dude. That's right, he's awesome. But um, that trailer should win an award for animated short. <laughs> so good. Well, that's the thing, is like, is like uh, all these video game trailers... A lot of them, it's the same uh, company that makes this trailer. Like, like the in-game, uh, the people developing the game don't make trailers. No, they they ship it out yeah. like their ideas and the designs to usually like Blur or like another uh, video game trailer company, and they it's just their job to make kick-ass trailers. Well, they succeeded for Transformers because I immediately I didn't really like the gameplay in War for Cybertron because uh-huh. it was too repetitive and too easy to get killed. But I saw this trailer and I was like, I need the new game. Yep. Ah, I need it. Well, I hope they change something. It'll probably be the exact same fucking style of gameplay. Yeah, they just got to make it not so hard to, or not so easy to get killed. Last movie, or last game, Warp Cybertron, it was cool, but it's just, you get shot like five times and you're dead. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I think my my biggest complaint was that it was so fucking dark. Like the, yeah. the first, the first uh, at least like the first four stages... Uh, where I was playing through as like Autobots, it was like, where the fuck am I going? I just can't, yeah. you know. And it's like it, like I would, I would look for another enemy from where they were running from because that was the only indicator at times of where the hell mm-hmm. I was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. If you're Optimus Prime, you shouldn't be able to get killed by a couple low life Decepticons. It should be hard to kill you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and the, but and 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 uh, the trans, what you transformed into as the Autobots sucked. It was car on car on car, and the Decepticons, you could transform into a fucking plane, and that's mm. what everybody used in multiplayer, because it's actually useful. Yeah, but I mean, multiplayer was cool, the graphics were cool, I mean, it was fun. It was so, we, we we actually reviewed that game in episode one oh of Jungle God. Podcast. Wow. Yeah. Now we're on, what, 71? 72. 72, baby. Yeah. Boom. Alright, let's end this, because I gotta split. Yeah, go to iTunes, because we're there, we're legit. We, we're the only reason iTunes still exists. <laughs> that 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 and like Kesha. That's right. We and we are totally we are a weekly video game slash movie podcast and it's totally free. And uh, you know we're not asking for your money. We're just asking you to spread the word and tell your friends. Yes. Tell them. Listen to us and don't go see the siege. Shut up. <laughs> oh, maybe see. maybe see see like go on YouTube and look for the siege abridged for like the life lesson in there. Go on YouTube and look for boobies. Come on, <laughs> the siege, please. What? Maybe it was called. Maybe it was called the snatch. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. Check us out. All right. Or we'll check you out first, right. like your mom. Jump, jumpmanpodcast.com, and we're also on retroaware.tv.com. And I hope you get lots of cool stuff for holidays. That's right. We will see you in. Are we doing a podcast next week? Yeah, man. Breaking records. All right. Cool, we'll see you next week, right. Maniacs. Take her easy. Bye. Soup. Jumpman, engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall. Fatality.